Good morning, Patriots. And today is Monday, October 9th in the year 2023. Boy, I tell you, we've got a lot of things to cover in terms of prayer this morning. And one in particular is Candy and Jim. Candy's not doing well, and we're going to have to pivot a bit and get our prayers focused on them. We need to get her healed. That's the bottom line. And we, can, we can't take no for an answer. So we're going to work on that here very shortly. Um, Patriots, before we begin, I know there's a lot going on in the Middle East, and we're going to talk about that tonight as well. Um, the biggest thing I'm going to tell you right now is, as we touch into this today, and we're going to get into just a very topical touch so that you can start your Monday out refreshed, detached from the cult insanity, and really anchored more purely and beautifully in the Holy Spirit, which is where we need to be walking anyway. And so that's, we'll touch on that in just a sec. Now, speaking of psychopathic elites that like to diddle kids, we are dealing as well as in a time of critical uh, exposure for them. And so to do that, you for them to avoid that, you can expect them to do crazy things like maybe drop an EMP, for example, maybe ramp up weather warfare, which of course we know doesn't exist in, in anywhere but the Tin Hat world and right here on Bards FM. Um so that sort of stuff. So what you need is to make sure you do have some some protective insurance in that sense for your electronic items. I, in the electronic world we live in is only like 100 years old in the origins of it, but we're dependent on it, unfortunately. And until we get into another space and another technology level or return back to the ancient paths, Jeremiah 6, 16, praise the G, praise Lord, um, we need to protect what we have so we can function. So that's why we have EMP Shield. And so you head on over to EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com. Those are the devices built to protect against an EMP. And it also includes solar flares, and it also includes lightning strikes. Great devices built to the highest standards, tested at the best of labs, all to the standards of warfare developed by DOD. So and essentially, that would be Department of Defense, by the way. So head on over there to EMPShield.com empshield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You're going to get free shipping, and you're, you're going to be able to choose a device for a whole range of things in your life, which is pretty awesome. So head it over there, empshield.com, empshield.com. Promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Easy to install, great resource library, great library on all the vetting and science that goes behind it. It's just a wealth of information. You will not be disappointed I have these devices. I think they're a great investment, and you know, it's always my hope that they never have to be used, but it's like one of those, I'm glad I have it, and I'm glad I spent the money. So there you go, folks. Hit it hit it hard. Get one of those things, two of those things, three of those things, whatever you need for your household to protect it in your vehicles, and it's a good time to do it. All right, let's start, first of all, with what's going on briefly, and it'll be in the Middle East, and I'm just going to give you like the two-minute high hit. Right now, what's going on in the Middle East is you're dealing with a war against cults. Listen to me carefully. The media is saturated, is going to be saturating visceral images, and they're playing on the, the heartstrings of the, the pulpit that is, is transferred the praying for Jerusalem into the worship of the state of Israel. Okay, The government of Israel, like our government, is deeply infested with Luciferian, cultish, satanic, pedophile elites. They are tied into various factions within the Jewish umbrella, which is, that is like literally an alphabet soup when you get through with it. And part of that are the uh, the Khazarian origins of that, 
which include the Ashkenazi Jews. They they take their worship from the uh, Talmud, which is of, of the Babylonian origin. And so you're dealing with a war with Hamas, who hates Jesus and or doesn't see Jesus as the Messiah. And then you've got the war against the uh, Kazarian line of Jews that are fighting them, and they don't see Jesus as their Messiah. And so you have the whole state of Israel that doesn't see Jesus as a Messiah. And so basically what you're looking at here is a form of judgment that they bring upon themselves. So when you're going to pray for Israel, we can pray for Israel, we can pray for the people, and we can pray for Jerusalem. But don't take sides in this war. Pray for them to see the Messiah. Pray for them to embrace Jesus as king. And biblically, we are told that the scales will fall and they will see their ways, the errors of their ways, which is good. But don't get involved in the visceralness of the war because what they are going to do truly is they're going to try to use all of these images to try to get you to take a side in a war that we do not need to be involved in. This is not God's war. Maybe God's judgment, but it's not God's war. This is them trying to hate each other and don't see Jesus as the Messiah. Now, it's 11 minutes after the hour. We're going to do some praying, and we're going to do some prayers for Candy and Jim, her husband. We've got to get this woman healed, and I know we can do it, so let's bring it to the throne. Father God, in this morning, we, we open our prayers today. We begin with prayers just for the conflict that's erupting in the Middle East. And so, Father, as we set the stage for what we, we hope today and we can we declare today would be a very powerful healing prayer. We begin our prayer with the root of all things, which is to accept Jesus as Messiah, to accept Jesus as our King. Right now, Father, what we are witnessing in the Middle East is clear for eyes to see that these are warring factions that have not accepted Christ in their heart. So we pray right now, Father, we declare over that land that the the heart of Jesus will touch all of the hearts of the men in this war and that they will be humbled to their knees that they will repent for their wicked ways and they will accept Jesus as their king, their true king, the one king, and cast aside this cultish mentality in which they are in. Father, we also come bring before you today to the throne Candy and her husband Jim. Father, we've been focused on the healing of Candy, but as it became very clear this morning, we've made an error because it's the two into the one when you are married. So Father, forgive us for the focus purely on trying to heal one when in fact, what we're trying to do is heal two. We're healing the two that have now come into the one. Both are carrying a pain, both carry scars, both carry the weight of, of the, the issues in their lives that have to be broken. So Father, we're stepping in here and stepping into the gap and we're gonna declare healing in a massive way. We begin by rebuking any of, and binding any of the spell casts that have come forward. That includes a spell cast of saying that Candy's brain is partly dead. This includes a spell cast that she will never be, um, never be the same. We rebuke that. We bind that. We cast that out. We, we clear the space of any of the talk, the saying that she cannot recover. Any of the negative talk, we rebuke, we bind, and we cast out. And to Jim, and we speak life into the Jim of, Jim's heart. Because Jim, you need to hear this if you hear this prayer. Candy will return, but you are part of the healing you have to speak life into your wife. So we are speaking life into Jim, and we're speaking life into his heart to raise him up and to have him hear that all things are possible through God. You're living in a world right now of, of pain, of fear, and of things that have not can been broken off when you were young. 
and in your previous life. We have to break those chains. We have to release you from those bonds. And we now need you to hear these words, life. And we're breathing life into your heart. And as we breathe life into your heart, life will now breathe into your wife's heart, into Candy's heart. Father, we, we breathe life into Candy's heart as well. We breathe it and we breathe life into her body. The spellcasters that are around her, we gag and bind them. In fact, we now place such a powerful flow of healing upon Candy and through Jim that even the doctors don't know what to say. They find themselves speechless when they enter the room. And we bind their words that will create spell casts to keep her in the state that she is. Father, we look deep now within this pain and we realize truly that there, is, there are deep wounds that need to be healed. And so with the blood of Christ, we're healing both Jim and Candy. For those wounds are there from experiences that they've shared that have caused them to pull apart and pull back together. But the love, Father, is so real. The love between them is so viscerally real. So, Father, we pray into that beautiful binding of love, that two into one when we're married, and the, the unbelievable reality of what they share as one in the body of Christ. And we breathe life into that, and we breathe, breathe, breathe restoration into that. And, Father, we declare healing of Uncandy and Jim. And in declaring healing, we also pray for the raising of the dead. For Father, this is a moment we bring to the throne that Candy is being said again and again that she will never be the same. And we rebuke that and bind that and cast that out. And now, Father, we focus purely on what is what is that we are. We are life. We are not death. And so in binding and casting out death, we surround Candy and Jim with a powerful hedge of protection that fills that space fills them both with the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is life, and the Holy Spirit breathes life, and the Holy Spirit restores. And Father, we're seeing that restoration happening in both of their hearts as we heal them, and we run the salve of Jesus and the blood of Christ over them, and we feel the hands touch them, we see the life restore in them, we see the healing happen, and that three-strand bond between their hearts now strengthens and begins to glisten with the glory of the Holy Spirit. And Father, we see life. We start to see candy re re rejuvenated in life. We are breathing, re breathing life into candy. Father, we're calling for the restoration of life and to bring her back to truly raise from what they are calling the dead because the dead was created by a spell cast that said that she would never be the same. We rebuke that. We rebuke that. We bind that. And then replace that with the powers of candy. You will be all that you were and more. We are restoring life within you. We speak life within you. And as we do, we start to see the rising of the power of the person within. And Jim and Candy now are one, becoming one. And Jim, you need to get over your wife and you need to speak life over her. You need to put hands upon her and you need to release your fears. And so, Father, we bind the fears in Jim's heart. We bind them and we cast them out. We we embrace his heart with the power of the Holy Spirit and we give him the sense of the glory of the light and love that Christ gives us. No doubts, no fears. Fears are pushed aside and we breathe life in the power and strength of the Holy Spirit within Jim. And as we do this now, we just all of us hands up, focused on candy, saying, Father, Father, we bring this to the throne and we declare a raising of the dead. We declare the restoration of life. We declare the restoration of all the functioning of her body, her brain. We declare life and breathe life into candy. We breathe life into Jim and we raise these two up as one, as a body renewed in the body of Christ. Amen. Father, we just continue to pray that same power of life into our nation, life to restore the love of Christ within the root of the nation. 
and we pray life into the nation of of Israel, life into the into the roots of the, the Islamic world, life into the roots of of the United States. These are despicable, satanic governments that have managed to corrupt the seed at its core. And now as we pray life, we pray the power and glory of the love of Jesus into each of these places. This is the root of who we are. This is the anchor of where we stand. And as we breathe in the life of Jesus into our root, we watch the fruit begin to bear. War gets cast aside. Soldiers put down their arms. Soldiers embrace one another with the eyes to see a brother, not an enemy. Father, these are wars that are being manipulated through visceral lines of hate. And we know that only through the power of the Holy Spirit and, the, and Jesus can we see a true healing and stoppage of this wars. So, Father, as we war within ourselves, as we fight that within ourselves, the fear, the anxieties, the hatred, the anger, the violations, the sins that we make, Father, we cleanse from the root of the family to the root of the nations. We cleanse them. We bless them. We break off those binds and chains, and we speak Jesus and life into the root to watch the fruit prosper and grow. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. We need to be aggressive in our prayers against these spellcasts. And is if there's one thing that like presses my hot button lately, and and it's that it's the fact that we are in a place right now where so many people are listening to the negative outcomes of the medical institution. We should know better. We after COVID con, I don't know why anybody even listens to it, but there's still the latent fear and the idea of not knowing where to go other than a doctor. And I'm not, that's not a fault. It's just a consequence of an institution that is built deep on the corruption seed of a medical institution that's all built on pharmacia. Pharmacia is built on death and spellcasting. So we have to break those. And when we're going to do healing and prayer, and I want to be clear, I do not I think of the, the true power of who we are, I don't think medical is even needed the way we say it. But I'm not casting out all medicine, but I am casting out all spell casts. And I am saying that we always go to God first and we pray into the healing, but we were seeing miraculous healings and we're seeing the power of what this does. We saw it at Bard's Fest. We've seen it in our daily lives. So we have the power and the authority to overcome any sickness, any injury, all of that. All we have to do is have the true commitment and purity of the heart, truly the faith of a mustard seed. And when we start to see that and understand that, well, glory be to God, it is going to hit us in a powerful way. We're going to realize just truly who we are. So when you encounter the need for prayer, and I, we said this recently, don't hesitate. Right now, we need more prayer in this world than ever. And I know this may seem wild, especially coming from a guy that has been in war, but has also worked with the greatest warriors in war. But I need you to hear what I'm going to say because it's really on my heart right now. This war is not won the way we think. This is one of the most interesting studies of asymmetric warfare and unconventional warfare I think we've ever witnessed. We keep looking at the topical and what's obvious. And it's like looking at Israel and what's going on with Hamas. People are like, oh, what's Israel going to do to counter? I can tell you what Israel needs to do to counter. Get on your knees and accept Jesus and watch what happens to your nation. I can tell you what can happen on the border. We need to have a nation get on its knees and literally pray and accept Jesus. It is literally 2 Chronicles seven fourteen, And my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will 
hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. This is what we are talking about right now. And in this critical hour, the ideas of warfare and the ideas of pain and the ideas of injury keeps getting wrapped around our hearts of fear because we're not anchored fully in the root of where we need to be, which is the love in Jesus. We have to be having such a love in Jesus that it is beyond any of the physical. This is the message that God has been having me carry in such a deeper way because the root is the family. And you're going to hear me beat on this for a while. So enjoy. And if you need to get another cup of coffee down the way, well, we've got Bart's coffee coming up too. You can order a whole bunch of that and you'll be happy. You know that. But seriously, we have got to get to the root. And the root is the family. The root is the love that we have in the family. The love at the way we love Christ, not the way we love the flesh. And when we get to that root... And we start to open up the doors for God to bless us with children and God to bless us with nurturing and God to bless us with all that we do by not standing in his way in any way, but letting the flow of heaven flow through us from the top to the bottom, from the head to the toe. We are going to see a change like we've never seen before. And this is truly when you're in warfare and you're trying to find the critical vulnerability of the enemy and any special forces guy will tell you. That if you can find that critical vulnerability, it's never big. It's usually something small. It's something, one little part in the middle of a dam that you're going to replace that cut, shuts the entire power structure down for months because they can't get this one little part. Well, patriots, that one little part, that one little piece is the root of the family and the seed of birth and the seed of creation in our families. When we step into that place, and we step into the mightiness and holiness of what that is. And we start embracing all that God gave us as cr- the gift of creation and understand that that's truly what's within us and why the enemy hates us. Then we start to watch this world transform, the war stop, the root of all things dis- of, of evil dissipate, and truly the power of the Holy Spirit t- starts to sweep through this land like a mighty flow. So we are on the cusp of something great. We are on this cusp of something absolutely incredible. We have to get rid of the blockage and blocks that we put before God because we cannot put God in a box right now. Whatever you do on this day and days going forward, when you hear that nudge from God, speak it into the world. I say yes, Lord, and don't hesitate. Speak those words into the world and you will find yourself empowered with the Holy Spirit like never before. Speak yes to the Lord. That's the only word he needs to hear. We don't need the long stories. We don't need to be told how you've spent 20 years near the pond that couldn't get healed because everybody was in your way. The simple question is, do you want to be healed? And all you have to do is say yes. And then the answer is, then pick up your crate and walk. That's all. And it comes down to something that simple. And I'll tell you, after you, when you get to a place where you're studying warfare and you and you're studying a conflict, and you keep going over it and over it until you find that singular root, and suddenly the lights go on, and you realize that you found the answer. No matter how simple it is, and it's usually simple, it is truly, as I like to say, like putting a great grenade in the, in the middle of your bowl of Wheaties. It blows it all up, and suddenly everything changes. So we've, we're finding that root, and that's what I've prayed on, and this is what's being revealed. I have all sorts of testimony to share with you tonight. By the way, 
last night's show late, um, off time, and I'll try to keep these shows as much on time as possible this week. There may be some guest um, podcasters coming on this week. I'm at all week long. I am at uh, Isaiah 61, and uh, already we're kicking it off tonight with a couple that's coming down from another church just to be baptized tonight. And I'm so excited. It's going to be great. So we're going to do some, we're going to be doing baptisms this week. Pray on this because God showed me this week that we're going to do like 80 to 100 baptisms. So give that some prayer because I think we're going to do it again. This will be like the week number three of hitting over 100 baptisms, which is going to be awesome. I mean, this is, this is the power of the Holy Spirit working. So keep those prayers up, please, for Isaiah 61. And if you can, make sure and watch Isaiah 61. It'll begin tonight. We'll see if we can get it streaming on our site. I know that it's streaming on the Resistance Chicks site, and it's also streaming on the Church of Glad Tidings site. You want to watch this conference. You need these tools. You need the tools of deliverance. You need the tools of being able to confront the enemy. You need to be able to look Satan in the eye and say, Satan, I am armed and equipped and ready to fight. Get out of my way. You need to have this. And this is how you do it. It's a fantastic course, um, and it's free online. And so head on over to the Church of Glad Tidings, um, You'll see it. You'll also find it on the resistance chicks, and I'll get with Hannah today so we can put it on our site and get it up there as well. So, Patriots, that's it for your morning blast. A little bit of Holy Spirit to fire you up, get your day going. Make sure and drink some coffee. Make sure and pray a lot. Be thankful. Say yes. That's the big thing. And what, above all, don't get anchored with the fear and nonsense of what's going on in the Middle East. This is a war of cults. This has been provoked by people that want to ensue and sow war into the hearts of the men and women that never had anything to do with war. They want pain. They want suffering. This is what they feed on. And we will rebuke that. We will rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And we will pray into that and pray into the hearts of men and, and women to accept Christ as their Savior and to stop playing this nonsense about war as, as, a, as a, some sort of biblical end. That's the biggest trap. And also while you're at it, start to wake people up that are in this revelationist end of times nonsense. I swear that's like putting a set of diapers and sitting in a pew. They are waiting for something that isn't coming. We are in an active hot war and God expects us to get on the lines and use our prayer and our love to fight. So this is how we fight and we do it on a daily basis. We do it in our homes. We do it in our neighborhoods. We do it in our communities. We do it as we walk in the world. Take time. Grab somebody you see when God pulls. Just tell them, can I pray for you? And pray. People need prayer more than ever right now, and we are the emissaries of heaven. All right, patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us, and in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you this evening. For Bards FM, we're going to dig into some of this nonsense in the Middle East and whatever else is going on in the news of trying to make you hate each other, warfare we're in. Break it apart, dispel it, bind it, cast it out, set us free, step into a world where we're truly starting to see the core and the root of where we are, and we're going to win this thing hard. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace 
should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 